Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, the innovator of violence, the landlord of the House of Hardcore, and the heart and soul of professional wrestling, Tommy Dreamer and I go old school. That's right. If you remember the 80s, VHS tapes, staying up to 2 a.m., all that, we dive in, and you're going to love it, as Tommy and I go old school pro wrestling right now on the Busted Open Podcast. How you watch television has changed. There was nothing called DVRs. There was VCRs. God, I used to hate. I'd go on the road wrestling, and then Mondays I'd usually be in uh, either the ECW studio or I'd be in a friggin' coma because I was so beat up, and I'd have to have two VCRs going that day, which means it takes up two TVs in your house because I had to watch Raw and I had to watch Nitro. Well, that's the, that's the thing like that a lot of uh, people don't understand, especially from a newer generation. Like If you were home and you were taping something, you had to watch what you were taping. You couldn't like watch another show and like, all right, I'm going to tape this show because I'm going to watch this show. Like you had to actually watch the show that you were taping. So the only thing that you were taping, unless you were, you know, scheduling your VCR for when you weren't home, like it was just strictly to watch, to tape something that you were going to watch that you wanted to watch again. The timer. Remember the, the timer timers you'd had to set? And then sometimes it would be manually that you'd have to set it on older yep. VCRs, not even like digitally. You'd have to move your VCR clock. And like it was this whole friggin' thing to set up to, to watch a program. Dude, I remember going and again, July 15th, 1984, the Meadowlands, uh, Snooka against Piper. And the main event that night was Adrian Adonis and Dick Murdoch and Big John Studd against Hogan and uh andre in a handicap match so i taped it because i'm like it was live on the msg network remember they used to have it was like they would have obviously all the msg shows some of the meadowland shows and some of the shows from like the boston garden or the spectrum in philly once in a blue moon they would play on the msg network the show that i was going to at the meadowlands they were going to play live on the MSG network. And I'm like, I'm going to tape it. I can't wait. Start, a, start at eight o'clock. I, I, I time my VCR and I put it in the wrong mode. 
I put it in SP mode instead mm-hmm. of EP mode. So when I got home, I was all excited to watch it again, but only two hours of the show taped because I put it on SP mode instead of EP mode. Again, 90% of the people who are listening have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, but we do. Uh, for those, SP mode would mean that it would be better quality, but yeah. we could only tape it at two hours. EP mode would be a little less quality, but we would tape it for four hours, or then there became SLP, yes. and you could get six hours wow. of TV, and it was all grainy and crackly, but God, you loved it. Because you get the whole and thing. Now, like, even, hey, even with my TiVo, it says, do you want it like high quality, uh, which then takes up more DVR space. So you have to do that. Um, but you yes, don't still use these are the TV things. Uh, let me tell you a quick little crazy. Tommy wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, I don't know second, why I was out, but I was out and I was setting up my world class championship wrestling. World class champion was on used to be on MSG, yep. set my VCR. Everything was set. And it was right before, like, they run down the whole card and the main event. I think it was like the Christmas Day Spectacular, like, where you're going to see, like, this great steel cage, the whole match in entirety. And Bill Mercer runs it down. Bum, 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 bum. All excited. I get home and, like, we'll be back right after this commercial break. Ba-da-da-dum. And then all of a sudden, the Mets game. My father changed the channel. My father was watching the Mets game not knowing I'm recording it, and I missed the entire episode. Oh, and by the way, a couple of things. First of all, heartbreaking. I'm sorry that that had to happen, Tommy. Mm-hmm. That's, that's some of the nightmares of, of recording stuff on the VCR. That's hey, you kids don't know. You, you bastards, know. get off my lawn. Oh, you don't know. Number two, it was called Star Wars. The, uh, the Christmas Day Spectaculars for World Class Championship Wrestling with Star Wars at the Reunion Arena mm-hmm. in downtown Dallas, Texas. And then, you know, when you look at that for the VCR, man, it's like the stacks. We had stacks of VHS tapes, stacks of them. Now I have it, you know, just loading on memory on my DVR. And the worst part about it is if you missed it, you missed it. There's no way you're ever going to be able to watch it ever again. You can't go, let me go on my MSG app and watch the game no yeah, nope right. not happening once it was gone once it aired it was gone forever that's right i get world-class championship wrestling is the perfect example of that it was on if i remember correctly and somebody will probably tell me i'm wrong it was on msg saturday nights at 11 p.m so if you if you didn't watch it that's it. You didn't see that episode. There was no YouTube, like you said. There was no streaming. There was no app. So if you missed that episode, that was it. If you done. didn't see them out, you were done. There was no, no iron replay. claws to do at school on Monday. Come here, Billy. I'm going to put you on the claw. Squeeze Did your you temple. do the iron claw on kids at school? Oh, all the time. We used to, I don't know why my school used to make us do this, but we used to have to line up to get into the school outside in the cold. Oh, or yeah. in the rain, and you'd line up, and they'd be like first graders, second graders, third graders. So now you're in like seventh, eighth grade. You got to wait till the end. So I also had black gloves. I was sometimes a heel. Like I'll take my white gloves off. I'll take my, you know, probably it was either Cowboys or the Raiders gloves, but I had black gloves. 
And then I would also sometimes cut out the finger. So I'd have blackjack mulligan sing and I put the claw on the kid in front of me or put the claw on the kid behind me. Uh, you got to do these things. Well, I'm a, I'm a child. Yeah, I I used to do the good night Irene. We'd put sleeper holds <laughs> on each other. I, I, good night. I thought I was Adrian Adonis. And I, I used to also do the, do the Cobra Clutch Challenge, and I would get on my chairs with kids, like because I had to be higher than them, and then uh-huh. I'd shoot lock them in the Cobra Clutch Challenge. We would do that in school, and like you know, the teachers would be like, "All right, stop." But they, you know, like you know, now it would be like you're kicked out of school. You know, they put you in a special school probably because you would be labeled as something. But like back in like in recess on the playground, the shit that we would do, it was insane. Again, the younger generation, and I, I don't mean to sound like the old man, but I am old man, fifty. Like wrestling was on like Saturday mornings and late night. It wasn't on prime time, so you had to stay. There were a lot of times you had to stay up. I remember on cha- like Channel Nine WOR for the WWF. It was on. It was on. Sometimes you had to, after the Met game, Pat Zachary on midnight, shit the bed. Midnight yeah. on Channel Nine. It was. Yep. Racing from Yonkers, uh, then WWF wrestling at midnight, and then uh, Chiller Theater. Chiller. Yeah. Hand will come out. <laughs> that was that was your late night stuff, and then you missed you if you weren't if you couldn't stay up, you'd missed it. That was it. Yeah, done. That was it. Uh, Billy Fangs also tweets out. I still have stacks of VHS tapes of wrestling pay-per-views and superstars of wrestling started transferring to DVD. And then the WWE network came out. Uh, Tommy, I, again, cause I'm, I'm, I'm out there, man. I have tons of DVDs that I transferred from uh, VHS, old Georgia championship wrestling, old world class, the short stint of mid South on TBS. I got all that stuff that I've, I used and put on VHS. I transferred to uh, DVD. I probably have one of the most extensive libraries of wrestling shows. And when I say that first, when I'm a fan, I'm, I'm taping everything. Then I was like, all right, these squash matches are horrible, but like, you know, and, and to me, uh, an iron Mike sharp versus, uh, I don't know, Pedro Morales, that's a big matchup, or SD Jones on television. You had a little bit of name value. Oh, Tommy Dreamer was recording you. So I had this extensive library and would never send out, give my masters to people, but people like, you know, wrestlers heard this. They want to study. They want to, you know, know stuff. And I would always tape pay-per-views and keep them. I still probably, I still have all of them. And, uh, I still have heat with Taz because he was at my house and he was like, yo, let me borrow this. I was like, well, I'll make copies. No, I'm going to see you next week. And it was a wrestling tape 68. He took it still out of my collection. He doesn't have it now. He probably gave it to his son. His son's not watching it. Um, And they refused to give it back to me, but we have massive heat because of that. Yeah. We're going to have to get Taz on at some point to talk about this. Cause right now I'm angry for you that this <laughs> happened. Um, I, I was just looking through the book as we're talking. I got, I got um, the entire uh, 1984 of Georgia championship wrestling. I transferred from VHS to DVD. This was right after uh, black Saturday on July 14th. And then you, if you remember Tommy, Georgia championship wrestling came back to TBS, but at 9am in the morning, I got all that. 
I got um, Mid-South from 84 when they had the short stint. I transferred that onto DVD. I have uh, the best of my Road Warrior collection, volume 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10. I have them, the best of Road Warriors in Georgia, uh, volume 2 is from Georgia as well, Japan, uh, AWA, uh, and then uh, from Crockett Promotions, and then uh, WCW. And for our listeners, Dave is not doing this out of his head. He got up during commercial break and went to get his book, and he's reading from a laminated lists of books. <laughs> oh, these are the yeah. actual DVD. Oh, okay. Books. Sorry, I, have... I couldn't see it. How about this? How about this bad boy? This one you're gonna like. Uh, pro wrestling this week. Do you remember pro wrestling this week? Yeah. From night eight, I have the entire time it was on PIX, eight, um, late 86 into 1987, all on DVD that I transferred from my VHS. How have you ever found a woman? This is amazing to me. I don't know if any of my women know about this. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, it's not like I go out on a first day and I was like, you know what? Like, you should see my, uh, VHS to DVD collection of pro wrestling shows. It's hidden. Some people, well, I didn't know he had a pill problem. Well, he had an alcohol problem. Well, he's got a wrestling problem. <laughs> I also have in this book, uh, my collection of world-class from late 83 into 1984. I have that as well. Man, now that you awesome. have binders of these right now, and yet we can literally just go on, click two buttons, one, two, I'm there. I know. I know that. And that and 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 in a lot of ways that's great. In a lot of ways it's heartbreaking because you know the time and effort that it took to transfer these VHS tapes to DVD and you're right, probably every single thing that I have is probably available on YouTube. It's all right. You got the real music. Someone wants to say, "What is this Muzak version of the Fantastics video with ZZ Top?" You go, "Oh no, no, no. Let me go to my binder." And let me yeah. pull it out. Uh, legs. She's got legs. legs. Oh, no, actually, it was Sharp Dressed Man. I Go back got, and watch Sharp Dressed Man uh, from Mid-South without on the WWE Network. Perhaps the worst video ever. No, they're also I, waiting for the to do the point as sexy baby faces with no jeans, no shirt, and uh, top hat and uh, bow tie. And they're doing Sharp Dressed Man. Like they're trying to hit the beat. And yeah. it's not to the music sharp dressed man. So it's just two Awful. guys weirdly mouthing something and pointing to the camera. I got one that's worse, Tommy. And I think we talked about this. Butch Reed working out in the gym to body yes. work. Body He's- work. <laughs> I could get to body work. He's singing body work and it's using some generic music. And some random kid doing, uh, the worm dancing, break dancing, the worm test <laughs> while he's working out in a gym, <laughs> benching like 400 pounds. Horrible. What's the, uh, what's the, uh, tape that, uh, Taz took from you that he never gave back. Uh, wrestling tape 68. All right. We're going to, uh, I want everybody to tweet at Taz right now and demand that wrestling tape 68 be returned to Tommy dreamer. 
Hey everyone, it's Brad the Big Noise Evans from the Fantasy Fast Track. With the fantasy football season upon us, catch me and Brandon Funbuns Funston every week as we sprint through a variety of fantasy football topics, including waivers, trade targets, sleepers, plus, and more. If that first place medal is what you're after, we've got the information to help you make it happen. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Tommy, you ready to get to the Busted Open Nation? Fullback call. Fullback. Everybody wants to talk about taping pro wrestling shows at 2 a.m. Speaking of 2 a.m., Let's go to Frank in Maine. What's going on, Frank? Hey, guys. How are you? What's up, buddy? So um, I used to watch ECW on Sports Channel Philadelphia when back when I had Prime Star as a kid. And then when Sports Channel Philadelphia went off, I used to watch and record ECW at like 3, 3 a.m. or 2 a.m. on the MSG network, and that was my ECW fix when I was a kid. 2 a.m.s on MSG. That's right. 2 a.m. That's what that was perfect for me, Frank, because that was right when I started going out to the bars. So we would come home from the bar and then we'd watch ECW all tanked. <laughs> yeah, I was like 15, 15 years old, but I wasn't going to the bars yet. So, uh, yeah, I was. Uh, that was like prime. It was like almost pro wrestling was custom made for me, Tommy. Like, you know, ECW came at the right opportunity. Like, I was in my 20s, like, hanging out, and then you come home just in time to watch it. It was awesome. Perfect. <laughs> let's, go out to Ge- let's go out to Gerald in D.C. What's going on, Gerald? What's going on, gents? Merry Christmas. It's belated, but Merry Christmas to everybody and the Busted Open Nation. Thank you, Gerald. I j- just got in my truck going to work, and I saw VHS uh, wrestling tapes in stores. I was like, oh, God, I got to call in. Because recording wrestling is how I started watching. The first wrestling pay-per-view I ever recorded as a kid was Halloween Havoc 89. And I was hooked watching The Great Muda and Terry Funk take on Sting and Ric Flair. But the main tape that I still have modern day, and I don't even have a VCR anymore, is Heat Wave 98. And what made me record it was... I grew up in Mississippi, and we had direct TV, so I got to see the MSG network. So, like at like one in the morning, I saw your current co-host give a promo on your other co-host because he broke your co-host girlfriend's neck, yeah. and he banged his head on the locker, dripping with blood. Looked at the screen and said, "Dudley's till death do us part." I didn't have any money, but if I did, I would have said, "Take my money." because I had to watch that pay-per-view. I had to see what happened. And ever since then, I knew what passion was in a promo and how to draw me in and get me hooked. 
and I've been hooked ever since. That's and, awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. It's good that I have the Homer Simpson disease that my head feels nothing. <laughs> oh, Tommy Dreamer, it's you. Oh, hey, hey, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, What's Gerald, going on? Gerald, think about that. Gerald, think about that for a second. Here you are. You buy that VHS tape, right? You're fucking in love with it, man. You're in love with wrestling, and you love that story. With the, and then all these years later, you get to talk to Tommy Dreamer about it on national radio. But, what you, is, but what you know what? That shows the love of the Busted Open Nation and you, Dave. You have three men on your show. One man who was in a relationship with an 80-year-old woman who's a co-host of yours. Yeah. Had that other co-host take his girlfriend and drive her through a table off a stage. While working with another co-host whose girlfriend whose neck he broke, all together, put together by you. That's awesome. Yeah, that's dude. the busted open nation. Gerald, I love it, and I'm a loser, and I don't mind saying it. And I was Tommy, you stepped away, and Gerald, thanks so much for the phone call. But like, I had like my best of the road warriors. So I made like a V. I had VHS tapes of the best of Ric Flair. Tommy, as you know, Ric Flair is my favorite pro wrestler of all time. So I have the best of Ric Flair's promos. I have volume one, volume two, volume three, and volume four. Then I have Flair's matches. You ready for this, Tommy? You you follow? Uh Uh-huh. Volume one, volume two, volume three, volume four, volume five, volume six, volume seven, volume eight, volume nine, ten, and eleven, volume twelve, (laughs) thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35. Yeah. I have a loser. I have 35 volumes of Ric Flair's greatest matches that I converted from VHS to DVD. And for the younger generation to understand this, that meant Dave had to go through a VCR and fast forward some two hour program to find that match and then transfer. And you know, he probably was like, Ooh, let me watch this and pauses and so a lot of his hours have gone to creating just that one for his favorite wrestler. But there was a time in my life, though, when I was watching NWA, where I sat, you know, watching, and I'd only tape Flair. Like, I, I, wouldn't, wa- I wouldn't tape the whole show. Because I got to be honest with you, Tommy, at 6.05 on a Saturday night, LaGreca was sitting at home watching NWA. So I would just tape the Flair stuff. Yeah, I'm a fucking loser. But that's okay, because look where I am right now. A 50-year-old loser. Let's go out to <laughs> Rob. Just in a different room. <laughs> just in a different room. <laughs> like, this room that I'm doing is, is, not, is not much different than the room that I grew up in when I was 12 years old. Ah, don't come in. I'm watching wrestling. <laughs> really, I am. I'm really watching wrestling. It's a very no, physical No, I don't want to go outside and play. Ted DiBiase is going to be taking out Mr. R. Oh, my best friend, Deli, used to get so pissed at me. He called me up and be like, Dave, come on, let's go ride bikes. And I was like, AWA's coming on. Like the AWA would come on Saturdays at 11 o'clock. Do you remember that? Yes. God, Dude, I just went to 
the Miami Dolphins game with my friend Billy. Um, we've known each other since kindergarten. And we he was had his clients there. And he I said Billy was the first person I applied the figure four leg lock on. We were both wearing sneakers. And as I turned to lock it in, my sneaker got caught under my couch, which had a wood frame. And now we're both crying. I couldn't get out of the figure four and we couldn't lift the couch. And we had to call my mother in and my mother had to lift up the couch. So to untouch and he I made him walk home because he was crying and I didn't want to get in trouble, but I locked him into a shoot figure four and my mom had to act as a special referee and break it up. That is amazing. And my mom is screaming and then I made him walk home. He, he talked about that uh, in front of all big wig clients in our suite at the Dolphins game two weeks ago. It's amazing, Tommy. That's, that's awesome. Let's go out to Robbie in Houston. What's going on, Robbie? Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, up, yeah, you're talking about all this uh, nostalgia and VHS, man. I think we live in a wonderful world right now with uh, YouTube and, and the WWE Network and everything. Like, I spent the last three or four days watching some old Andre the Giant and uh, a few of the Broken Skull sessions. And uh, yesterday we watched uh, Bret Hart and the Bailey uh, Broken Skull sessions. And I got to teach my wife and my sister about what a work is, what a shoot is, what my wife looked at me and said, did he just throw a potato? Is that what he just said? So, like, trying to, like, teach him all the language and everything was fantastic, right? Um, but to put over one of our nation members, and I tweeted about it yesterday, um, we watched the Bailey episode, and my daughter got really excited because we were telling her she's four that wrestlers are superheroes, right? There's good guys and there's bad guys and there's superheroes, and she loves watching the female wrestlers. And uh, they, they showed a still picture of Bailey with Izzy. And I got to tell my wife and my, and my daughter Izzy's story about, you know, how she's such a huge NXT fan and what she's doing now. And, and my, my daughter looked at me, she goes, I want to be a superhero now. And so just being able to go back and watch all these things and with the family and, and breed new wrestling fans has actually been a lot of fun the last week or so. It's been great. No, that's so cool. And you're right about those Broken Skull sessions. And it's a gateway because I, I was talking to Andre before the show. And, Robbie, thanks for the phone call. I watched that DDP Broken Skull session. And then I just got into a rabbit hole of 97 Nitros when DDP was, like, super over in 97 uh, for WCW. So those Broken Skull sessions are amazing, Tommy. Yeah, I've watched a couple. Um I they're they're in my back. I got to watch those later. I'm still got to get caught up because I know on and why I watch it the way I watch it because I know they're going to end. And then once I've watched it, I'm not going to watch it again. So that's why I always go like one good match, one squash match, a good match. Then I jump to the next territory. <clears throat> and early Andre, one of his massive maneuvers. And to tell you, I just actually sent a double team that him and Chief J Strongbow did to two wrestlers on impact wrestling just be like you should actually do a version of this because it was so cool but one of andre's big moves from the 70s and 80s whenever he would tag somebody was the double it wasn't a high five it was the low five and then the return and the people went nuts for it and it was so horrible i was like why do you keep cheering for this he literally Chief J Strongbow would put his hands out and Andre would slap him and Chief would sell it. And then they'd do revert. And that was like a big move. They fans went gaga. It was horrible. Like 20,000 people in Madison Garden are going crazy <laughs> for 
watching two men low five each other and be like, come on. Let's go back out to the busted open nation. Let's go out to Bob in Wisconsin. What's going on, Bob? Dave, you mentioned the AWA on, what was it? You said on Sundays, we used to get it and I would wait up until after the news, 1030 on Saturday nights, we would get to watch the AWA they would show from like the St. Paul Civic Center. It was absolutely it was it was great wrestling. I mean, it was it was awesome. And then the other thing too is being from up north, right when the USA Network started, um, late night sometimes, maybe once a month, once every couple months, we would get the MSG Network, and they would show mat- they would show shows from Madison Square Garden. And they were bloody as all hell. It was awesome. Sergeant Slaughter and the Sheik. Yeah. It was awesome times way back when. Yeah, and, and Bob, great call because you're from Wisconsin. So you got the AWA. That was your that was your home franchise. And the St. Paul Civic Center. Yeah, St. Paul Civic Center, man. That's why like I remember that's like that was like the M- Madison Square Garden of you know of that area of the country the St. Paul Civic Center I could st- I could still see like the exit sign past the ring and yeah. all that stuff with the St. Paul Civic Center uh, uh, and then you mentioned the USA Cable Network and Bob thanks so much for the phone call I remember when USA first started Tommy before the WWF uh, Southwest Championship Wrestling uh, on the USA Cable Network at midnight Southwest Championship Wrestling so uh, USA always a hotbed for pro wrestling. As you know, I'm a big uh, fan of professional wrestling, kind of a storing as well. You could not believe how excited I was when ECW ran a show there. We did a pay-per-view there, and it meant so much to me. Unfortunately, I wasn't uh, – I didn't wrestle that night, I think, because I was hurt. But that was the first time that I ran the complete uh, pay-per-view. Paul took the headsets off and wow. just like, here, you run the show. And that was uh, Steve Carino, Jerry Lynn. Uh, that was some good stuff in that uh, St. Paul Civic Center. But it was uh, pretty cool that that was uh, for me to go there. I wish I was wrestling, but it was good. Did you also know that Wild Bill Irwin once worked an ECW show? Did he really? Wild Bill Irwin? In Duluth, Minnesota. Wow. How was that? It was awesome. We were all marking out. That's awesome. Wild Bill Irwin was great, man. He was he was great. I haven't thought about Wild Bill Irwin in a long. He had a great look too. Hangman Page esque Wild Bill Irwin. Excellent worker, and also that amazing high boot that he used to do yep. was uh, a precursor to. That was different. It was way different than a mafia kick. Way different. It was just that that high one big boot, smooth as can be. Yep, there's no doubt about it. Let's go back out to the nation. Let's go out to Barry in Orlando. What's going on, Barry? Good after or good morning. How are you guys? What's up, Barry? I'm born in Orlando, raised in Orlando, lifetime wrestling fan, and I've been in denial for most of it. And it's different levels of denial where <laughs> I believed everything and then I went, Okay, the promoter decides who wins. But I got a story to tell you about one of them that I lost. It was after wrestling at the Eddie Graham Sports Stadium, and I was sitting in the parking lot of a 7-Eleven, and this white Cadillac convertible pulls in. Uh, Ric Flair's driving. Telly Blanchard's up front. Barry Windham's in the back. 
But the fourth person was Dusty Rhodes. And this was at the time where they were enemies. And they were just joking and laughing. I'm going, okay. So I guess they, I, I really at the time couldn't understand how they could have so much heat against each other and then be friends. So that was kind of interesting. And Tommy, did you ever wrestle at the Eddie Graham Sports Stadium? Uh, <clears throat> that's in Tampa? No, in Orlando. No, I did not. Okay. Well, it was little building, uh, high school bleachers. They came out right alongside. You could just about touch them. Well, one of the funniest things I ever saw was, you remember Rene Goulet? Yeah. Goulet. Rene Goulet. He was, nobody liked him. He was a total 100% V in his whole career. Well, this little old black woman and her Sunday best with the hat and everything was sitting there on the bleachers. And he comes out. She starts arguing with him. He gets in her face. She hauls off and slugs him with his her purse, and the guard had to grab her because she was going to beat the ever-loving crap out of him. That was always WWF. Oh, Barry, thanks for the phone call and great stories and memories. I remember for the old WWF shows, there was this older woman at ringside that was always screaming at the heels. I posted a picture of it. Uh, she stabbed... Uh... Killer Kowalski is an executioner, and brother just punched her right in the face. And right, uh, and then the cops come, like, settle down, old lady who just got knocked out. Uh, just watching, if you watch WWE old school, they have old, old matches from the garden. It's awesome. But then you see this one woman, like, she's all over the place. Vince even acknowledges her, like, her name. And then once they put the guardrails up, you could see through the again through the years, but they were only like half guardrails. George Animal Steel went into the crowd and people ran from him. It was yeah. awesome. It was yeah, awesome. I mean, yeah, they, they and it was kind of like you know Bruiser Brody in Japan. We were talking Bruiser Brody would go through the crowd. The, the fans would just scatter when Bruiser Brody came out. Also, Tommy, I remember with you in the studio, we were watching AWA, or like with the Road Warriors. At sometimes they would go after the big fans would scatter from the right. Road Warriors. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.